My favorite memories always begin with a room full of family and friends sitting around a table telling stories. The energy is high with the most captivating voices in the room commanding the attention of everyone else. Well, just about. With the exception of some side chatter or in my family it's usually debates, <laughs> everyone is completely locked in, focused. The intimacy in that room is so thick you can almost reach out and hold on to it. My happy place. A few months ago, I set out on this journey to capture the essence of that room. The camaraderie, empathy, and most of all, the laughter. Everything you get through the exchange of stories, I skimmed a little off the top, bottled it up, and called it Be Mused. I am your host, B, and today's story is brought to you by my younger brother, JD, who gets a little help from his brother, Thomas. December 31st, New Year's Eve, 2015. And everybody in the house had different plans. Mommy was going to Marco's house. Thomas was going to Marco's house. Um, I was going out with my friends. And then... The one other person was Jay's cousin, Jasmine, who was visiting from out of town. Because Jasmine was leaving after Jay and would probably be arriving home later than him, he decided to give her his house key and instead he would just leave his window open so he could get in that way. I gave her my keys and then I opened my I left my window unlocked. Then he said goodbye to Jasmine, got in the car, and left to head out with his friends. I was in sunrise with my friends and they wanted to like hang out at a pool for, like when the ball drops and I was like, this is stupid. This is suspect. I feel like we're gonna get in trouble being here. So I was like I feel like we should just go home and then bring in the nears and then go do something. So he shared that idea with his friends. They got in their cars and headed back to Jay's house. I get on the Sawgrass Expressway and I started like speeding back home because I was like, I don't want to be on the road at 12 o'clock. And I kept telling them that. So I finally get home and I'm in the parking lot and it's 1150. I'm like, we got 10 minutes. So I have a firecracker in the trunk. So I light it, let it off. And then I'm waiting on my other friends to, like, pull up because I got there way before them. And I was like, all right, let's just go in the house. It's like 11.55. And then I'm about to walk in the front, and I'm like, oh, I don't have a key. So I was like, you guys wait up front. I'm going to go through my window. So I go around the back, and then I go to my window, and I open my window, and there's two people in my room. And then one of them's holding my um, new laptop my mom just gave me. And then the other one's holding my other laptop, and they both look at me. And I look at them, and I got to think, like, who are they? Like, why are they in my house? About 30 to 40 minutes away, Jay's mom and brother, Thomas, were ringing in the new year with family and friends. We were saying Happy New Year's or whatever, and Mommy was like, Mommy was like, J.D. just said they broke into our house. And I was like, what? Back at the house... Jay was also piecing things together. And it like took me like a minute to register. And then I shut my window. And the first words I was yelling was like, Brandon, they're hitting my house. You can't tell somebody something like that and expect them to start thinking rationally. 
like no you're like I gotta move quick I gotta act fast like you're just trying to you're trying to do something to prevent whatever is happening I kept thinking to myself like they're robbing our house and like JD's the only one home or something I kept, I don't know why I kept thinking like JD was the only person that was home so I was really like rushing it was my friend Brandon my friend Kevon my friend Steph and my cousin Sean that were up front so I started yelling Brandon they're hitting my house Brandon they're yell they're hitting my house Brandon they're robbing me so I'm running to the front of the house, and as I'm running, I see like three people run outside the house, and I was, and they're, and the people that are running out, they're laughing. So my friends don't know what's really going on, and my friends are like looking at them, and they're thinking that's Thomas's friends. So they're just joking. So I was like, chase them. They're robbing my house. And then she was like, oh, but like, uh, the JD said they chased the people away or whatever. They came out the front door. So then, I'm kind of farther behind them. So they're all, we're all chasing them around the house. And then they turn back, and, I, and they're like kind of farther ahead of me. And I stop in front of this car, and I see them all turning back toward me. And I was like, why are they coming toward me? As it turns out, Jay was standing, conveniently, in front of the getaway car. So then they all jump in this white car in front of me. And I look, and it's this white girl driving. And then my friends get to the door, and then they, gra they grab the door, open it up. And then Jay and his friends have an all-out brawl. They're fighting the driver, the passengers, and their stolen belongings are falling all over the parking lot. We're grabbing, like, we're trying to get inside the car or get them out the car. While we're doing that, like, while we're, as we're doing that and hitting them, my other friends that were supposed to be showing up, they just pull up in the parking lot. And they're yelling because they, they don't know what the hell is going on. Then I got home. It was a lot of confusion at first. Like, I kind of just saw like, JD's friends outside kind of scattered around like looking in the grass for stuff. Because when they had um, hit the people and like were attacking people, they dropped a lot of the stuff that they were stealing. A lot of, a lot of my electronics, I had a lot of, ex a lot of electronics in the house. Um, Xbox One, PS4, uh, Alienware, all sorts of just random, uh, gadgets and stuff. So, I was like, I was like, they're robbing me or whatever. And then, as they're getting away, they back up, and like, like, they kind of hit us, because like, they hit us with the door, because like, they're, it's open. That hurt, and, <laughs> it just... That was like the only way I could have really described like the feeling. Just it really hurt. Mm -hmm. Kind of knocked the wind out of me. They finally back up and they straighten out, and then they take off. Um, and then like I just remember walking to the house and kind of seeing like the, the mayhem and like mess that was uh in there. And then like I walked in my room, and I was kind of just like. I went. I immediately went to my loose cash stash that I had in the house, cause I'm a delivery driver and I made a lot of tips daily, so I just had a lot of loose cash all the time. Um, so I went there and I saw it was empty. I was kind of just like. He was very disappointed by what he saw, because it was kind of a lot of cash. Uh, it was probably around three hundred, four hundred dollars. When I got back to the house, um. I think I called my mom, or somebody called me, or I called them. I called my mom. A lot of people were called. Soon after Jay got home, his mom and brother Thomas arrived. His dad arrived. His cousin Jasmine, who had his house keys, she arrived too. And eventually, 
the cops arrived. Everyone spent the remainder of the evening just taking inventory of the house, trying to remember what was lost and give report to the cops. In the weeks and months that followed, all they really could do was wait. This, of course, was met with a wave of emotions. There was a lot of anxiety. Um, it like, it like gave me anxiety for a few weeks where like, I would come home and I would check every room. It was just weird anxiety, just for like, ever. I think I'm still pretty paranoid. Like anytime I came home, I'd look through everything in the house. Like I opened the closets, I checked everywhere. And then like, once I, once I like mentally cleared it, I was like, Okay, then I could like relax and go do whatever. The first week after Jasmine was still here, so I was like, all right, I still got someone in the house. But then once she left, I would come home and it would be like, yeah, when I come home, it would be like weird. I would like get like kind of be scared. I'll go check every single room in the house. Some confusion. It was one of those situations where it was just like, but like, did we just lose the remote or was it stolen? Did they steal the remote? That'd be a weird thing still. And I didn't realize my window was broken until like maybe two hours later. And I was like, I was like, why are my blinds moving like that? I opened my blinds, there's a whole bunch of glass, and it's just a big hole. And I was like, how'd they even break that? Then later when we were vacuuming, I found a big rock under my bed. There was sadness. Don't drink when <laughs> emotional. Um, <laughs> alcohol is definitely a downer. But the only thing I really miss is my Nike bag, my Nike backpack, because the one I have now, it, it was bigger than that one, so, like, I could fit more in it. And, like, even, like, the other day, I was in school, and I was like, I'm about to go play basketball. And I was like, damn, I got to dump out my whole bag just to put some shoes in it. I only had my other Nike bag. There was even some closure. It was the second case of the year, but they, they called me, and they're about to catch three people for it with fingerprints linked to the TV and cases, um, game cases. And, p oh, piece of glass in the window. A little anger. House got hit by a bunch of fucking rookies. If I seen a boys cops, go have to book me. But somehow, they still made time for laughter. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of anger. <laughs> Feels angry. The yeah. cops are gonna have to what you? Book me. What does that mean? Um, arrest me. Yeah. Good. Did that feel like therapeutic? I don't know. I, it was just like, you know, like, I don't think it was therapeutic, but like, you know when rappers rap about hard stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I could rap about a hard thing in my life. Oh, thank God for the struggle. Okay. One of my favorite uncles always begins each story by saying, let me give you a story. Now, I don't know whether he phrases it this way because English is just not his first language, or because he's on to something deeper. That every story really is a gift. Here on Bemused, every episode is an invitation to see the world from a perspective other than your own. And I hope that you will see that as a gift. Today's contents were thoughtfully prepared and mixed to taste for your consumption. Special thanks to Jay for the lemon and Thomas for the lime. Whether you choose to indulge while on the job or pair it with your favorite iced brew on your morning commute, I just ask that you do so responsibly, always with a friend 
And thank you, listener, for lending me your ear.